Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Double FM Sports. I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm J.R. Miserak. And today is our NBA draft preview. We are going to go through our individual mock drafts for the NBA draft. Just the first round. Just the first round, um, because it's tomorrow, which will be Wednesday the 18th. Um, but before we do that, we'll give you some of the latest sports news, um, as well as go over our podcast fantasy football league because it's been a while since we did that i don't particularly want to because i think i'm in last place but but um and then after those three we're gonna hit you up with some hot takes before before we sign off so without further ado let's get straight into news and we'll start with the nfl uh well the nfl ethan your Steelers are a perfect nine and oh yeah we beat the Bengals. not really didn't really that much of a challenge there. Um, I obviously we're going against the Jaguars this week. Obviously, the Jaguars haven't had the greatest of seasons. Let's be honest. I mean, here. yeah, but they gave the Packers a run for their money this past Sunday. So. Uh, I mean, a four point a four point win for the Packers against a one in and especially in Jacksonville, I could I could very well see. Uh, uh, I mean, a home game. field advantage doesn't mean a whole lot this year, but I do yeah. get what you're saying. But that was the biggest news of the day. The biggest news was the Arizona Cardinals-Buffalo Bills game, and I know, Jr. you were very excited about what happened there. I I am. I, I got to be honest. I was going through the motions during that last play of the game. <laughs> Stephon Diggs caught that touchdown to uh, put the Bills ahead where I thought they were going to kick a field goal and go into overtime. And I was I, – I, I kid you not, I was sitting there going, Kyler Murray, throw the ball. And then they collapsed the pocket, and I went, Kyler Murray – throw the ball out of bounds, and then he started scrambling. I was like, run out of bounds. And then he almost got sacked, and I was like, get the ball out of your hands. <laughs> and next thing you know, the ball's out of his hands, and, well, it ended up in DeAndre Hopkins' hands around Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Tredavious and Tredavious White. White. We're not talking, like, Levi Wallace, second cornerback of the Bills. We're talking, These guys aren't slouches. Yeah, you know, we're talking the three best defensive players, I'd say, on the Bills team, and D-Hop went up. And he delivered. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's how you script Hail Marys, is I'd the wide receiver's supposed to high point the ball, and that's exactly what he did. He beat out the, the corners and the safeties. And, and that was huge, because now there's, I believe, a three-way tie for first place in the NFC West. With the Rams beating the Seahawks this past week, yes, and, there is. And a very important game this Thursday, I believe, the Seahawks and the Cardinals rematch comes this Thursday night, which is... Should be a very interesting game. I, I expect it to probably go the same way as the uh, the previous very Seahawks close. game. I mean, it was all offense that night, and I pretty much expect it to be all I offense don't know. again. Russell Wilson's been a little bit of a downtrend uh, ever since. Can since you the name, Bills can game, you name really? two players other than Can you name two players other than Isaiah Simmons and Patrick Peterson on the Cardinals defense? Buda Baker. Oh yeah, I forgot Byron Murphy. Baker. Okay, that's fair, but like, there's nobody. Chandler like, Jones. I mean, well, he's hurt, out. Hurt. That's right. I mean, how good is the Rams defense? Very good. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey. Samson Ebukam's a pretty underrated name there at right outside linebacker. I mean, they're a good defense. Hunter Floyd. Yeah, Leonard. Uh, no, no, the big question. <laughs> the big question. That was a joke. <laughs> I was about to agree with you there, and I was like, wait a second. Do we still see Russell Wilson as the uh, front runner? For I, I got know. I got Patrick Mahomes now. I know I said last week I got Russ, but Russ has kind of been on a decline from his past performances. I just Aaron Rodgers. 
Russ is starting to remind me a little bit of Lamar Jackson. You know, I, I think Lamar is out of the race. Season. I think Lamar's out of the race. I really don't well, no, think his. He'd have to really string something he's, together going He's into the playing playoffs. all right. I just don't see MVP caliber numbers like I did last year. Yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray's playing. Ky- Kyler Murray's putting up better numbers than him. I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider Kyler Murray top 3. I mean, Dak Prescott still has more passing yards than him. Dak Prescott's been out for like 5 weeks. So, yeah. just take that as a Speaking of the Cowboys, I did see that Andy Dalton is uh Practicing and he is yes scheduled to return on Good Sunday. Good news for them as they move away from practice squad quarterbacks. So Garrett Gilbert and Ben Yeah, actually, and and Cooper Rush. Don't forget about Cooper Rush. Play, yeah, but he's still on that roster as a practice squad, pretty much guy. Okay, but still the the state of events for for. The Cowboys are just not good. Oh, this is... Also, I want a little injury news. Drew Brees. Yes, out with multiple broken lib- ribs and a collapsed lung. And now, they, said, I... they said only two to three weeks. I, I know. know. I, I saw that. No, no, no you, you guys got to remember, our high school quarterback, Micah Brubaker, go check out the interview if you haven't already. Yes, that was a little shameless That was a shameless plug. plug, yeah. But, I mean, Micah was not out for that long with his punctured lung. I mean, he was gone for three, maybe four weeks. I want to say it Did was he have not long. Broken ribs on top. I of think it he now? had two on both sides. I mean, Breeze yeah. was playing that game with two broken ribs. Yeah. I mean, those those five broken ribs, only three of them came and from that, that day. Jameis Winston time. <laughs> I, I want to be real. I, did you guys see the hit that caused his broken ribs? Yeah. It wasn't dirty. They called it pass interference, not pass interference, roughing the passer. I don't think it was roughing the passer. I think it was just, I think it was just. It was a big hit from a big dude. Yeah. But he didn't even fall on Breeze. That's the thing. He He was completely off to the side. I I think that was ridiculous. I mean, obviously, you don't want to see. Yeah, you you never want to see that. Obviously, like, the 49ers are obviously not happy. They, they, it wasn't the problem with Drew Breeze getting hurt. They were, like, let let me, let me try to, like, they weren't complaining about. They were complaining about the call, which doesn't reflect how they felt about Drew Brees. Right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, think it, it kind of reminds me of last night, the um, the hit that Onigbo put on Nick Foles that knocked him out of the game. Kind of similar, and I mean, Onigbo didn't get called for it, but, you know, there's obviously going to be discussion about should he have gotten called, and I, I don't think so. It, it looked pretty clean in both cases with, I you've mean, got the... The D lineman landing on the side of the quarterback, not really making contact with him on now, the ground. Obviously, if that was like ten seconds late and that happened, there you right, go. but, but it's, it's it's during the pass and it, it's just a hard hit. I, mean, I, I understand protecting the quarterback, but at the same time, you gotta give you gotta give the rushers a little time. To right. Like... I mean, I think it's just a product, kind of as Ethan was saying, of it becoming kind of a quarterback league, yeah. as we talked about last For week, sure. especially with MVP voting. It's always quarterback, and you see it with the safety protections too. If you're a wide receiver, they can pretty much light you up and hit you in the head with their shoulder, and half the time it's not going to get called, but if you tap a quarterback in the head with your hand, 15-yard penalty. I mean, not it's not always, I mean, it's not always like that clear-cut, but right. you see it with the quarterbacks and part of it is because it is the quarterback and that's your big money guy and you got to right. protect him, but at the same time, I think it I don't think that play was deserving of a flag. Right. Well, and to your point, the thing with quarterbacks is they're in that kind of danger area, you know, 100% of the time with those snaps. They're surrounded by, you know, five offensive linemen 
who each probably weigh about 300 pounds. And then, oh, you know what? We're going to tack on two defensive tackles that weigh close to that and a couple defensive ends that are maybe 280. I mean, let's just put it this way. If Aaron Donald lands on you, that's going to hurt. Right. You got a lot of big dudes in a small pocket. He's a small guy. He's a small guy. He's He's not a 5'9". And he's he's old. I mean, no offense to the older quarterbacks because they aren't specifically... They aren't like in generally old, but for a quarterback, there's a difference taking a hit at 40 and 22. You're going to feel it either way, but you're going to feel it a lot more if you've been feeling those kind of hits for the past 15 years. Yeah, your your ribs are going to be broken, quite literally, in Drew Brees' case. Yeah. Your lung is going to collapse. But Oh, yeah, that was too much. Yeah, Mine was, was good. Mine was good. Yours, I mean, well, not I'm so just, much. I'm just glad he's okay. Just yeah, <laughs> and of course, you know, I think everyone's pulling to see him come back quickly. Sure. Um, I mean, we can resurface some old, old news from, I don't even know how many months ago, DeAndre Baker. Right. Yeah. I mean, he is pretty much. I don't. Is he was he cut from the Giants? Yeah, he, he was. was he he's was been cut. released. He's a free agent. But, but all of the charges, all uh, of the armed robbery charges, were just dropped. Yes, because and, of the prosecutor getting arrested and some suspicious instances. Well, now there. I think DeAndre Baker's. I think lawyers are suing the prosecutors. Well, yeah. Case for like like something extortion. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that, that's, that's why the the prosecutor and got arrested. Also, yeah. I've heard from my sources that your sources, <laughs> your sources, that, yeah, that multiple teams have actually been interested in signing DeAndre. Baker. I mean, he's a good young corner. Sure. Well, what he was a rookie last year, wasn't he? He's yeah. got he, at he, most twenty. He had a bright future ahead of him, and then he, you know, no, committed but the armed question, robbery. The, the question and, becomes: Is well, I don't think he did. Well, the, he wasn't convicted. The, of the it, question but. becomes: Is what you guys are saying is if. It's going to be up to teams to think that, you know, did he do it? Did he not do it? Am I going to sign a guy, sign a guy who possibly held a gun to somebody and told him to give him, you know, money and possessions? Do you want that on your team? I mean, it's not like Antonio Brown where you know he did something, which speaking of him, there was just reports that came out that he actually destroyed some cameras in his neighborhood and Tampa Bay knew about it and pretty much didn't say anything at all. But, you know... There's a difference between knowing something happened and going, eh, okay, maybe I'll sign this guy, and I don't really know if something happened, and I don't know if I want to sign this guy, because I don't know if he's, well, an, on, an armed robber. Like, there's a there's a big difference between being an armed robber and not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it takes me back to, like, the whole Mike Vick thing, like, obviously getting a second chance with Philadelphia. Right. And, I mean, yeah, I, would you say it worked out for Philadelphia or no? It did. I mean, it he, wasn't Mike Vick of the Falcons, right? But no. it was still a good replacement yeah. for Donovan McNabb. You know, you got two mobile quarterbacks that instead of Kevin Cobb. Well, right. <laughs> um, and to your point, Jr. About you know what coach is going to take someone like Baker, I could actually see Belichick pulling one of those moves. I mean, sure. he did it with Antonio Brown. He is one of the most revered coaches in this league um and we know how disciplined he can be so i say if there's anyone to set deandre baker straight it's him i will uh i looked at ethan a little weird when he said his sources told him but i will i just googled it 
We're looking at possibly the Chiefs, possibly the Cowboys. The Bengals are looking into him, as well as the 49ers. Those are the four teams that I'm looking at that just pop up, you know. Well, I mean, Andy Reid, too, could probably handle his fair share of whatever well, DeAndre Baker could, ha- could throw at if him. Anyone, so. if, he, if, if he can handle Deshaun Jackson, he can handle whoever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And Mike Vick. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got his fair share of uh, personalities. And T.O. Oh, yeah. that's right. T.O. and T.O. Donovan McNabb. He got both of them. <laughs> and, um, oh, what was his name? The, the Eagles wide receiver. Riley Cooper. No. The one who got unceremoniously cut. He was the one that caught the 4th and 26 pass. Macklin? No. I miss Jeremy Macklin. <laughs> He played with the Ravens and and the Chiefs. Yeah, that's true. Dude, when the Eagles had Jerry Macklin, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Vick, that was a team. Who was it? It was and they still never won the Super Bowl. Freddie Mitchell. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, what? Any other things in the NFL? I really don't see anything. I mean. I want to point out the fact, and I know we mentioned the Steelers earlier, but the Steelers have one less win than the whole entire division of the Cowboys, the football team, the Giants, and the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's... I mean, I'm so upset that one of those teams is going to take the four Well, seat. I was going to say, you remember right before Beastquake with um, Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. You know, it was playoff game against the Saints, right? Yeah. yeah. That year, I think... The Seahawks were seven and nine. Yeah, and everyone yeah, was upset right. about this sub five hundred team coming into the playoffs. This is going to be worse than that because <laughs> might... if one of them makes it to seven and nine, it's going to be a miracle. I mean, let's be real here. There's still a possibility that they don't even win five games. Like with conference play, they might. But well, some of them might with conference play. But like, I mean, you're probably looking at my guess is probably a six and. Nine and one team if it's the Eagles, a six and ten team if it's anybody else. I mean, I don't see them winning seven games. And then I, I'm assuming they're just gonna like lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like, oh yeah, they're gonna get smoked. You, you in would the first think round of the they would end up playing probably. They would end up playing the first wild card, which my guess would be the, the Bears, the Rams, or the Cardinals. I don't think it's gonna be Bears. Bears are in a deep slide. Wait, wait, no, who did I, well, who did no, I say? No, no. The Bears or the Vikings are gonna have the final wild cards. So they're, they're gonna. I don't think so. Team. Yeah. No, no. I don't two think so. Best teams are gonna be the five and six. No, no, no. They're all six and three. No, wait, no. Wait, two. I don't. I don't oh, think the oh, Bears. Oh. I don't think the Bears or the Vikings make it. I think it's the winner, the loser of the Bucks, Saints, and then the Cardinals and Rams or the Seahawks. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So they probably they probably end up playing you know the Bucks or the Saints. That's my guess. That that's, that's, that's my guess. Yeah, that's All right, get a load of this. The Eagles right now are three five and one. Uh-huh. In the next weeks, they play the Browns, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals, and then they cap it with the Cowboys and the football team. Well, there quite literally is a possibility that they go five, what I nine think and they one. Beat the football team. Depends on how well Alex Smith plays. Actually, Alex, Alex Smith play played terrible. Actually, it would be 5'10 and 1. But yeah, 5'10 yeah. and 1. But that was his first start since 2018. He threw for over 300 yards. Obviously, that, they lost. Almost 400, actually. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Washington schedule. I think Washington makes the playoffs, honestly. That's my playoff team. Really? Yeah. I want to <laughs> see Washington so. do it. I want to see Washington do it. They I play s- the Bengals this week. 
That's a win, I think. I think that could be a win. I think that could be a win. Steelers. I could see that being a win, to be 100% honest, because that's how the Steelers play football. No. Tell me Absolutely that, Ethan, as not. a Steelers no, fan, no, tell, you, tell me that's wrong as a Steelers fan, though. That's not, that is exactly how they play football. They would lose. They'd be the team that loses to the football no, team. No, we're the team that can beat, like, the, we'll beat the best team in the league and we'll lose to the worst team. That's like, what I'm that, saying. Uh, like the that's Jets. what I'm saying. No, no, we, we, we beat Actually, the Jets. you did beat the Jets. Um, we beat the Jets. Yeah, except the thing, the thing, the problem I have with Steelers-Washington is you got two great defenses on both sides, I think Pittsburgh has the edge on defense. I would say, yeah. But the Pittsburgh offense is head and shoulders above whatever Washington can throw at them. I'd say Not Terry the Mc... running game. The yeah, running I, game I would put Antonio Gibson over James Conner, honestly. Okay. But you have Alex Smith and Terry McLaurin, and who do you have that can catch the ball besides Terry McLaurin? I would I want to bring this up. And Antonio, who's a running back. I want to bring this up. When we did roster previews, Todd, you actually pointed out the name Trey Quinn as a notable receiver. Actually, that was Ethan, but both of you agreed, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Some one of you pointed out, and he's not bad, but he's not Chase Claypool. He's not Deontay Johnson. He's not Juju. He's not James Washington. He's not even Eric Ebron. Let's be real. Yeah. I'm saying I I don't think they stand a chance. But no, the, no, the Steelers are gonna let their guard down. You're right. They're, they're, that's the game that they will just. Suck. I, I mean, maybe they won't lose, but I could see shades of the Cowboys game two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Todd is right. The, you get the Niners though, then the Seahawks, the Panthers, and the Eagles. To I think they can beat the Panthers and the Eagles. Not the Panthers. I don't know. I'm a little. I'm skeptic of the Panthers. I think they're a little off and on. They're off and on, but they're but three and off. seven now. You're right, but about, they're the, off. You're right about Washington. Um, Terrell McLaurin is 87 yards. The next best receiver is 300. And I believe that's Luke Thomas, the tight end. Is it not? Logan, Logan Thomas. 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 Logan Thomas. Say, it's not and Luke. then J.D. McKissick, another running back. Uh, J.D. McKissick's actually had a good like three or four weeks. All right, the boys have Washington, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Niners, the Eagles, and the Giants. That's okay, the Cowboys, they got possibilities there. The Cowboys have a possibility. Um, Shout out strategic advisor John Miserak. My father is a Cowboys fan. Hopefully the Cowboys get it. My dad's from Dallas. Oh, Giants have the Bengals, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. I'm sorry without... Good luck. <laughs> okay, I mean, to be fair, like Wayne Gallman's kind of stepped up a little bit. But yes. it's not Saquon. He's not okay. He's not Saquon. But Derek, and who else is there? <laughs> last year, last year I would have said. Shepard? Last year I would have said Darius Slayton. He's not had the greatest He's also of years. Been injured. Isn't Golden Tate on that team still? Uh huh. <laughs> well, I think he had that disciplinary issue. Don't you remember? Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he has publicly apologized since, though. Sterling Shepard. Probably more like a. You keep saying his name, but that does not change my mind at so all. Sterling Shepard's like a 29-year-old washed-up receiver who was kind of good back when Odell was on the team, but that's about it. No, I have to say double-covered Odell. Yikes. Double-covered Odell. And Man, then... you really don't mince words, do you? No, they double-covered Odell, and then Sterling Shepard said something. That's the only reason he got it. Anyway. It's like why Juju did well early on. <laughs> to be fair, that is kind of what happens. I mean, people... I mean, but I think... Same with Calvin. Nah, Calvin Ridley. Like, Calvin no, Ridley's no, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are just that good. Yep. 
I mean, Julio Jones is one of the only receivers that gets double covered and still pulls it down. The other would be DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> but he gets triple covered. He gets triple covered and high points all of them. But So now, like, I'm going to throw this out here. Best wide receiver in the league right now. D-Hop. D-Hop because Julio's been off the last couple weeks. And Michael Thomas hasn't played for half the season. To be honest, I no, said... No, he's, he, he's only played in two games this year. Well, okay, but I want to point this out. I, I think... I, I could be wrong. I want to say I put Michael Thomas as the number one wide receiver last year. And... I uh, I, I kind of disagree with myself now because I think Michael Thomas catches a lot of balls and that's shown by the, how many he also receptions. Gets a lot of targets though. But but what I'm saying is is I think when you're talking about pure wide receiver skill, I don't think that he's even top three, maybe third. I could see an argument with Devontae Adams being ahead of him with sure. how good of a route runner he is. Now, granted, he's in the place where he's the only one that gets the ball thrown yeah. to him, unless your name is Marquez Valdez Scant Marquez Valdez Marquez Valdez Scantling or um, Equiminius well, yeah. St. Brown or uh, Alan Lazard when he's healthy. I mean, but those guys aren't. They're not. They're good role players. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but I, I honestly, I think it's D-Hop, and I think it's Julio. If you would go back, like, three years, I'd say Julio over D-Hop, but I think Julio is starting to come out of his prime. Not not fully out, but I see, he, you he don't is. see the Julio. He's I, think, I think he's got a, maybe one or two good, great years left in him, then, like, I, I mean, that not that he's a slouch or anything. Like no, he's, he's still, still gonna be good for a thousand. long time. Oh, no, still five, six years, he'll still be good. Yeah, he'll be like he'll just become Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I wouldn't say Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald is gonna probably be. No, the... no, I mean, like, I mean, he's he'll just be a catcher. No, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying Larry Fitzgerald. Speaking of Larry Fitzgerald, freaking Larry Fitzgerald dropped a ball this week. He hasn't done that in two years. It made me so depressed. <laughs> I watched him drop a ball for like the third time in my life. Like and, I've, and, it I've got, and it naturally just like popped up and got intercepted. Yeah, I've I've never I've I've barely ever seen Larry Fitzgerald drop the ball. Nelson Aguilar, different different story. <laughs> but I've never seen Larry. I've I've seen him drop. Like I said, I think I've seen him drop the ball like three times in his career. Now, granted, I think what? Oh, he's probably up to thirty now. Probably mid twenties. Thirty. Thirty. He was twenty nine. Yeah, I think 30. I believe it's thirty. But you never see Larry Fitzgerald drop the ball and. That's to be fair, to be fair, the ball the ball was a little bit placed behind him, but I think he should have caught it, and it really, really hurt my soul when I saw <laughs> him drop it. My question is, why are we still talking about Larry Fitzgerald dropping a pass? Because that's one of the greatest stats in NFL history that goes under under like everybody's. Like, okay, we need to move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's let's hit NBA trades, or or do we want to cover it with the mock drafts? I think we should do NBA last so we transition. Okay. Because there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, we're going to hit fantasy football, too. Oh, yeah, good point. Let's go. I think we we'll got to start. NBA. I think we got to start out with uh, the... If, if you didn't think the Thunder were in rebuild mode... They are now. <laughs> they are now. Chris Paul to the uh, Suns. Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. I believe they now have around 18 first-round picks in the next seven years. Bold prediction. Hey. The whole entire team will go under if they don't win a championship in the next 10 years. I mean, come on. 18 first-round picks. Wow. Well, yeah. Come on. And I mean, one guy, I'm going to throw this name out here. This is a guy involved in the Chris Paul trade that I think people need to keep an eye on, and that's Kelly Oubre. Yeah. I mean, he flies under the radar, but he had a pretty nice year last year. 
Kelly Oubre does not fly under the radar on tuck, on TikTok. There are girls obsessed with him all over the place. Okay. Just wanted um, to point that okay, out. Okay, I was I was referring to the people basketball who aren't world. on basketball world. Kelly Oubre is a solid media. player. Right, and I mean you get Ricky Rubio. And I think um, on the opposite. Well, I mean, uh, I'm going to talk about the Thunder. I'll like, just I'll say talk about the Thunder real quick. Well, I mean, I said 18 first round picks. You're forgetting the fact that they also have Shy Gilgis Alexander on that team who. Right. I think will probably be kept for the remaining ten years, like the next not ten years maybe, but I think he'll be there for the majority of this He's rebuild. He's gonna be they a piece got, there. They still have a decent team. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're still not bad. Steven I mean, Adams. I mean, Stephen Adams, SGA, Ricky Rubio is a solid role player. Do you Dilo got Gallinari. Did, yeah, he might be a free agent actually. Is I he? I think he's a free agent. What about like, oh, who's the guy? Who's the guy that can jump really high? Andre Roberson. No, not Andre Roberson. Oh, Hamadou Diallo? Yeah. No, no. He won the dunk contest. That's about it, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just going to say for the Suns, they're on the opposite end. They're on the end of they're probably wanting to try to put make the playoffs. Oh, there. this well, is I definitely. Mean, in the bubble, they were perfect. They were perfect. Yeah. No, I You add CP3. CP3 I mean, running the point. Dude, imagine. CP3 drives in, dish out to Devin Booker, three-pointer. That's what you're going to be seeing Or you feed season. it inside to DeAndre. Yeah, exactly. Not to mention they still have McCall Bridges, who's had a decent year last year, too. Yeah, I mean, they've got some decent role players. I mean, they're missing a four, I'd say. but The, the draft is coming up. The draft is coming up. <laughs> yes, which we will get to in a little bit. But. Um, I want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans trade. That trade frustrates me so much. So, basically, if you don't know, Drew Holiday um, of the New Orleans Pelicans... Formerly of the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes, got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for uh, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and... I like, four picks or something Three like first-round picks. One of them this year. And I, I, I don't understand it. I'm, I'm very confused by why the Bucks gave up so much for Drew Holiday. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, they, they, that's not even their only trade. I mean, they brought in Bogdan Bogdanovich. That is true. I mean, that's Bogdan, right? Bogdan. But yeah, even I mean, with Bogdan, they gave up a crazy amount well, too. And you know what they're doing? They're just going all in for Giannis. They just want to get. They want to keep Giannis. I don't. I honestly, I I, I like Drew Holiday. I like Chris Middleton. I like Giannis, and uh, Bogdan's all right, but. I really don't think it's going to happen. I think you're going to see the Bucks maybe second round, third round exit, and bye-bye Giannis. I, I really don't think it's enough to keep Giannis around. I'd still like to see him at the Heat, but I know that's a talk for next year. What if so if, if the Bucks let's just say the Bucks win hypothetically, do you think Giannis would stay or do you think he'd still leave? I think he'd stay if they win, but I think they have to win. I think they. I think depends on how many of these guys they can keep around. Well, yeah, that, that is true. Because if, be like maxed. Well, and if no. these guys are one and done people, then there's no okay. Giannis wins his rings, and then he goes back to playing with, and meh. And you got you, you got a point because they traded. Dante DiVincenzo, who was on a pretty low contract, and DJ Wilson, who was also on a pretty long, or short. Low, that's <laughs> the word I'm looking for. Low contract for Bogdanovich, who <laughs> and Justin not <James>. really. <laughs> um, yeah, so Eric Bledsoe is gone. George Hill is gone. Yeah, it was the three first round picks. And it's similar to what the Lakers gave the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. Now, are we last year? Holiday that's <laughs> what I'm saying. 
You're paying a similar I mean, amount. Hey, look, good on the Pelicans I'm for having the like. Pelicans are like ecstatic probably right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about 18 yeah. first round picks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking, we're talking Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and all those first round picks. Josh Hart. Uh, don't put Josh Hart in that JJ group. JJ Redick. Yeah, JJ Redick. Jackson Hayes. Already said him. Pay attention, bud. Um, but I just. To me, that makes a comparison between Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis. Now you can't even go there. I mean, don't don't get me now. don't get me wrong. I think Drew Holiday is pretty underrated sure. for what he does for them at twenty and seven. But I think you you're right when three first rounders. How many All Star games has he made? Goose egg, <laughs> Zippo. I mean, Nada. yeah, but it's still. I mean, you gotta look at the stat. Like, yes, the All Star games matter, but the stats Drew Holiday's put up over the years are pretty impressive. Now, again, sure. three first-round picks and Eric Bledsoe, that's a little much, but... And George Hill. Oh, yeah, true. Who Popovich really hated giving up in San Antonio. He didn't want to let George Hill go, but he had to. And then he ended up with the Bucks. so... Wasn't it almost like, didn't he win the championship with the Cavs? Or, is that, or did he join the Cavs a year after? I don't know. I know, I think... I think he was around during that time period, but I'm not sure. Might have been the Iraqi- he did play for the Cavs. Yeah, he definitely I did. Don't, I, I'm just thinking it was, if it was the year after Kyrie left, he came in. I don't know. It might have been. Um, and then obviously another another trade that happened. Uh, Trailblazers are acquiring Robert Covington in exchange for Trevor Ariza, I believe, some draft compensation. Two yeah. first round picks. Okay, when you said uh, now, when you told me this before, I heard one first round pick. I think. It, are you sure it's two? I'm looking at it right here All on right. the NBA NBA on CBS. Fan, How do you feel about this? To be honest, I actually like this trade a lot. Um, you think Rocco is worth two? That, not so much. Um, I'm not a fan of the two first-round draft picks. Maybe one and like a late-round flyer, but I definitely think this is a needed piece. Um, you know... Rocco is a 3 and D guy. We were saying that earlier before the show. And I think he's an upgrade from Trevor Ariza. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and based on the state of the team, last year our rebounding was abysmal. You know? Um, and our defense was abysmal. But you bring in a guy like Covington who has made his living on defense. And, oh, he can shoot threes, too. Along with one of the best in the business, two of the best in yeah, the business. Yeah, I was about actually. to say you got two spot up shooters for him to play right, around with Dame Dalla and C.J. McCollum. So now, do we want to get into a little more of the rumors? Do we want to talk? Yes, about, yes, we do. Do we want to talk about the beard? The beard, yes, because Harden wants out of Houston, and he he's and ta- he wants to go to the Nets. He specifically wants the Nets, and we're talking another Miami at this point, like. 2010 Miami. Now, here's That's the, here's what the, the Nets catch. are going to be. Here's the catch. The Nets will not... Or no, sorry. The Rockets will only trade James Harden if they get Kyrie or KD. James Harden will force his way out of Houston. I think so. Mark my word. Russell Westbrook, maybe not. James Harden will force no, his think, way. I don't think Russell Westbrook will force his way out of Houston. I think he'll be there another year. Maybe. I don't it know. I, I, can see, I can see him moving out of Houston. I cannot see Russell Westbrook being like, sorry, guys, I'm not going to play for you. Go give me somewhere else. I see James Harden doing that. I do not see Russ. James Harden could pull a Lev Bell at this point and just be like, I'm not going to play. 
Although at the same time, I feel like he loves the sport way too much. Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting one. I I feel like if if he st- if he somehow stays with the Rockets, I think he'll obviously play for another year. But he's just he's just not gonna be a happy camper there in the locker room. It's just gonna be it, the Rockets organization is gonna be a mess. Yes, I do want to point. It already this, is a mess. I mean, yeah, it is a mess. I want to point this out. If KD, Kyrie, and James Harden team up, you have arguably the best three. The three level best three level scorer of all time, arguably the best shot creator of all time, and one of the best ball handlers of all time on that team. Not to mention DeAndre Jordan, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, Jared Allen isn't Joe Harris. Yeah, Joe Harris is still Jared part of that still team. There. Yeah, Jared. I, Jared I, Allen. I said that, there. and so oh, did you. Spencer Dinwiddie is a backup point guard. Yes, <laughs> I mean that. That's a that is a NBA Finals. Give me the championship team. <laughs> now, you know, my only concern with that is it's KD. No. My only concern with that is, are they going to be able to share the ball? I think they That's will. That's true. I think they will. Locker room dynamics is going to be very crucial in that, and also durability is my concern. I mean, I want to point this out. You're talking about Kyrie, who's played with LeBron James. I'm not worried you about obviously... Kyrie. I'm worried about Katie and Dave Why are Martin. you worried about... Final shot of the game, they're both going to win. I mean, yeah, but how many, how many final shot of the game... Situations are you going to be in every year <laughs> if you have that loaded of a lineup? Yeah, I mean, but my point is, is K- KD already played with Clay, Draymond, Boogie, and not to play with James Harden. Yeah, no. So I think I think these guys can, if they really, which they seem to really want to be able to play together and win a championship with you know the acquisition of Steve Nash as their coach because they wanted him. Harden wants to be there. I think. I think they'd Harden, make it work. If Harden wanted to be a ball hog and have the ball every possession, he'd go to the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Sorry to your cousin, but he would go to the Charlotte <laughs> Hornets. I think. I think it's going to be a different dynamic, regardless of what happens. But it really, it yeah, it's going to depend on how bad they want it. You know. And, I mean, obviously, like, this week, this is, like, a crazy week in the NBA. We're probably, in the next couple of days, we're probably going to hear a lot of new news. Free agency signings. Free agency yeah. signings are starting. Um, the draft, obviously, which we'll get to. Yep. So, I mean, you got everything that an off-season NBA fan would like in, in like about a week. Yeah, yeah, a week. Two weeks, yeah. So Two we'll weeks. keep you abreast of well, that. Because I'm but... sure next week some stuff's going to start. I mean, yeah, but, you know, your big things are going to happen this I week. I mean, the season starts December 22nd. That is true. That is Less true. Than a, or no, sorry, a little more than a month away. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I don't think there's any college basketball news other than the Not rankings really. that we talked about uh, last Jim week. Bayheim, Jim Bayheim did test positive. Yeah, my freaking two favorite coaches tested positive. Jimmy and uh, Tom. Tom. Also, um, coaches. Wichita. I don't know if you guys oh, saw. Oh, I heard something about but this. They, they, they paid their coach like nearly $8 million to resign, correct? Uh, I don't know about that, but I was just going to say, yeah, Greg Marshall resigned after uh, an internal investigation. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did see um, that. Yeah, the school and Marshall agreed to a contract settlement of $7.75 million to be paid over the next six years. Hey, Wichita State, can I get that money? I mean, I we kind of skipped over this, but college football, if we're talking about coaches getting fired, South Carolina paid... Well, bought out their coach for 15 mil. Well, if we want to, and also if we want to talk about coaches that may get fired. I mean, I don't know if we want to go into this because it's, it's just developing, but I mean, there's some there's some things happening at LSE right now. 
Ah, no, I don't think With he'll get Edo. fired. I don't think Eddie O's going to get fired after bringing them a national championship. We're talking about Mile. We're talking about the team that hold that had their whole entire team that was draft or graduation eligible leave. I mean, there's, the no, I'm saying it's because of what's happening at LSU. What's happening at no, LSU? You haven't heard about, like, there was, like, nine or ten cases of, like, I guess, sexual assault or something against players that they, like, kind of hit under the rug. I don't know if you've heard about this, but... I have not. Uh, I have I'll, show you, I'll show you after. I'll talk about... I want to talk about a coach that I think could be on his last few days in the Big Ten. You might be oh, thinking oh, I'm oh, talking oh. about James Franklin. I'm not. I'm talking about Mr. Harbaugh I in Michigan. I was going to say, Jim <laughs> Harbaugh. Mr. Harbaugh. Now, look. You, you Obviously, Michigan and Penn State have not been having that great of a season. But there's yeah, one... De- there's one de- no, Yes. But there's one deciding factor that I think will get Harbaugh fired and Franklin not. Well, first off, they just paid Franklin, so I don't see them buying his contract out. But, but, But we're talking about a Penn State team that no longer has Micah Parsons, that is without Journey Brown. I mean, their second string running back is a true freshman. Their third string running back is a true freshman. Their fourth string running back is none other than Joseph Bruno. Yeah. Mechanicsburg represent. But... Represent by like sitting Sean the bench. Hey, hey, no, no. Sean Clifford is probably the disappointing part. I think the wide receiver core has been good, but Sean Clifford hasn't. Michigan's not really missing anybody that I that I well, see. Well, they're on a new quarterback. I mean, yeah, but yeah. But it's no. Shea Patterson was that good. I think you underestimate how good Shea Patterson was. Point is, Harbaugh's on the hot seat. Um, you think Franklin's on the hot seat? I though? think I think they're gonna give it Franklin at least another year you with a healthy more team. Shots? More I think he needs another year. I mean, you're losing. You lost the. You're losing the soul of your defense in Micah Parsons this year with him opting out for the draft. I mean, that I just I. If I was Penn State management, then I would people, keep him, out there. I would I keep him out at least a year. Team, and if he still doesn't perform, if the team still doesn't perform well, maybe then you consider firing him. But, um, yeah, I, was, I, I would agree with uh, that. I would say, what? I, I do now see the LSU thing. Um, do we want to talk about our uh, residential, not, well, not really residential, but our, uh, our big name... Small big, small big names in the top twenty-five that won this week. Oh, oh, oh. We're talking about Liberty staying undefeated at I believe eight and zero at twenty-one. Marshall, who won on what I believe is the fiftieth year or fifty-year anniversary of their historic plane crash, to uh, stay perfect as well at seven and zero. Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina did not play this week. Why? Well, but but they're still tied for fifteenth with Marshall. Play this week? I no, they didn't. don't believe so. They, they, they didn't we had week. we had one top five team play this week. Clemson was idle. Alabama got canceled. OSU got canceled. And five is A&M. Texas A and M got canceled. What about Notre Dame? They played. They Notre, Notre Dame was that one team that played. I get you, yeah. And I I know that this is not really big news, but I think you got I think that people are a little. I think people are a little surprised by Boston College in the fact that they almost beat Clemson and they were in that Notre Dame game, but they're legit. No, they, 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 I, I, at the start of the year, 
I didn't, I didn't say this on the podcast, but I was saying to some people, I think Boston College... Bro, where were you saying this? No, I was, <laughs> no, I, I just think... I, at the beginning of the year, I honestly thought Boston College... I, I didn't think they were going to be the best in the ACC. I, I thought they were going to be a decent team. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Boston College, uh, if I'm not wrong, they're 5-4. and four. Yeah. And two of those wins, or losses, I mean, are to teams that were top two at the... At, the point of and playing. They played very. They played tough against them. Yeah, no, they almost won both of those games. I mean, they started the season out. You know. They were. They were ranked at one point. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. No, they were not. BC was not. BC was not. UNC was. Uh, Miami, VTech, all those yeah. teams. The ACC. Too. But I mean, I think. I mean, I know it's not big news, but they're they're playing very good football over there in Boston, sure. and it's 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 impressing me. I mean. Phil Jurkovic, their quarterback, I'm very impressed with him. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, I want to talk about our Heisman race. We gave our predictions last week, mm-hmm. and I think all of us overlooked a certain quarterback, and I want to go down to Gainesville with Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask is playing amazing. I mean, he leads the country in touchdowns. I believe he is third in QBR. I'm pretty sure he's top 10 in yards. I mean, Kyle Trask is playing. Add him to the dark horse race. Yeah. I don't even say, I wouldn't even say dark horse. I would, depending on how some of these quarterbacks that we had as our top three, top four, if they don't play well the rest of the season, Kyle Trask could be a top three Heisman. So, all right, right, top, like, just give, give five Heisman, your top five Heisman candidates right now. Mm. I'm going to start. I think this, I think I think I think ours are going to be the same. I I don't think there's variation. I think the top five are going to be the same for all three of us. I'm going to say Justin. F- no, this is not in any order, by the way. Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Trask, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Oh, he pretends to forget the Alabama quarterback. And oh, who's that to be my fifth? Uh, whatever that BYU quarterback's name is, Zach Wilson. Be- oh, Could Zach be. Wilson. Throw in as a sixth, Derek King, maybe. I think you could. I think I think we talked about this last week. I think if you want to talk about non-quarterback, I think you put Najee Harris in there. Or Notre Dame's running back. Tyron Williams is having a pretty good year. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I think I that's think, pretty much yeah. that's the state of events, right? It's going to be so, one of those five quarterbacks. I don't think yeah. I think Derek King could get some votes, but I, I think it's going to be one of those five quarterbacks when it's all said and done. Yeah. All right. Well, I, that's pretty much it for college. I football. actually have oh. one more story. Um, Miami, um, their games have been postponed because of slew of COVID stuff. I, well, saw I mean, they, they, they Miami game. barely won, and they had what sixteen players 13, out, I believe, eight 13. eight starters. Probably, they had yeah. seven or eight starters out. I mean, they pulled it out against VTech, and that's not a bad VTech team. But you know, I was a little, little worried there for Miami when I saw VTech up. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for college football. Moving on to. I mean, I think we can just hit the fact that soccer is at an international break, so we're looking right. at you know Nations League, nothing, nothing, some friendlies. Yep. Spain you, is up 1-0 on Germany right now. Just had to say That's like that. a group of death. Have you seen that group? Wait, no. I it's have. It's like just, Spain, Portugal, Germany, and poor old Hungary. <laughs> like, that's literally the group. Let, that's, let me that's look, sad. I, th- I think that's the group. I feel for Hungary right now. All right. I, I don't know if that's the group, but Hungary is in a group with, like, three world teams. powerhouses. No, it's Euros. Is it? No, it's not it's, Euros. It's no, it's the Nations League. League. Okay, it is Nations League. I'm um, right. Let me see... I mean, they are they are struggling. No, 
League A Group Four is Spain, Germany, Ukraine, and Switzerland. Oh. It's France, Portugal, yeah, Croatia, France, Portugal, and Sweden. Croatia. That's actually a really good. Wait, no, but who's Hungary paired up with Hungary? Um, like Hungary is in with Russia, Turkey, and Serbia. Oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. That's League B. Hungary. I'm talking about Hungary's uh, Euro group that they got paired up with. Oh, this is the Euro group. Yeah, their Euro group they got paired up with is very. It, it's what they would call the group of death. It's like the, in the 2014 World Cup. Wasn't the group of death? Was it wasn't it the U.S. or U.S. It's like, France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. That's a tough. That's game. tough. You have your reigning World Cup. You have a recent World Cup winner in Germany, and then you have Portugal. You have Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> you have Ronaldo. <laughs> and Joe Felix. You're just adding to the case, though, that this is the this know, is a buzzsaw. It, it, is, it is. It's quite literally the group of death for Hungary. I'd be surprised if they get one point. Let's be real. I don't see them tying a game at all. <laughs> all right, so I think that's it for soccer. Moving on, we're gonna t- we're gonna just go to golf real quick. Obviously, Dustin Johnson winning the Masters this past weekend. Um, I mean, it's his first Masters, and he shot, I believe, a. Tw- 20 under par, which is a course master's record. Um, Second place was Cameron Smith along with, um, what's the name? It's a guy from, I want to say Korea, uh, Sungjae Im. They tied at 15 under, which I believe was the old record, maybe one under. But Cameron Smith is the first ever, first ever master's player to shoot under 70 all four days. I mean, that's pretty impressive from the 27-year-old. Yeah. I mean, that that's really it for golf, though. Yeah. There's um, not much. I don't really think... We, do we have anything else? I have a little bit of tennis news. Um, so, ATP Tour Finals. Um, I think it was today. Dominic Team beat Rafael Nadal. So, that's big news there. Um, yeah, let me actually... I mean, I know we have some MLB news. Yeah, why don't you cover MLB and I'll come back to tennis. I mean, I know we have all the awards are out, but before we get into that, um, Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, and Barry Bonds are your leading Hall of Fame ballot guys. I mean, kind of speaks for itself. Those are probably your next few guys. Was Barry Bonds the one that had the thing with steroids? A lot of them did, but he was one of them. Both both him and Clemens, both were involved in some performance enhancing. It was like everybody. Yeah, I mean, it it pretty much was everybody back in the time period. But, so, awards in the American League, Jose Abreu. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I collected baseball cards back in the day, and we're talking back in the day, like 2008 when I was five years old. Back in the day, yeah. I had a Jose Abreu Los Angeles Angels card. So, I mean, the fact that he's winning the MVP for uh, six years. Wait, what? He's only, he's been a, wait, am I thinking the right guy? I'm thinking of Albert Pujols. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Forget what I just said. That was not smart. Wait, six years after being... Oh, wait, no. I am thinking of the right guy, right? Am I? Are you? Yeah, I think so. I'm really confused now. I'm pretty sure Jose Abreu's pretty old. He could be. Yeah, he's 33. So he played. He's He, he plays for the Sox, the White Sox, that is. I mean, he's... Uh, obviously, this is his first... Okay, never mind. 
I don't know what I'm talking about. I swear. All right, Todd, go, what, what happened in tennis? No, no, I'm not done. Um, yeah, so team beating Nadal. Uh, I'm not done. <laughs> Rublev is uh, playing Tsitsipas right now. Um, Medvedev beats Zverev, and Djokovic beat uh, Schwartzman. That's on the men's side. Um, let me see if I can pull up. Can I announce our other MVP? Sure. Yeah, go for it. NL MVP, I know this guy is not what I thought Jose Abreu was. Freddie Freeman, after missing most of summer camp with COVID, uh, I mean, he's your NL MVP. Had a great year. Yeah, pretty good year for Atlanta. Um, Cy Young Award winners. I love Cy Young because Max Scherzer, who's my favorite MLB player of all time, wins Cy Young. Not all the time, but... He didn't this year. Not this year, no. Yeah, Shane Bieber, who is the first AL unanimous Cy Young Award winner in nine years. Wow. And then you have Trevor Bauer of the Reds. Who is who, the first Reds player to win the Cy Young. Yes, I mean, Bauer's pretty good. I think we all know his name, even as not super big baseball fans. No. But, yeah. Yep. Um. So, I think... That's it? Yeah. Do, so you want to do fantasy football? Let's do a quick fantasy football update here. I think Charlie is still on top of all of us. No, you and Charlie. Charlie. No, no, you and Charlie. Charlie was ahead for a while. No, Wait, no. that's Charlie? I thought it was Ethan. I, I, no. I managed both of them, but. Yeah, but Charlie, okay. Fraud. Yeah. Charlie Fraud. is the bagels. Yeah, you know you beat him this week. I didn't know that. Points. Todd beat, I scored him. I- yes. They, this game was 104 to 109. Our game was 146 to 155. Right, and I still won. Yeah. Um. So the standings right now, I'm six and four. Charlie is six and four. Jr. No, no, excuse me, I'm six and four. No, that's the bagels. No, uh, no I'm. I'm the yeah, that's fraud. Okay. That is fraud at its finest. And then, Jr. is five and five, and Ethan is three and seven. I just like to point out. Look at the that point. you didn't manage that team? <laughs> You're saying <laughs> you didn't manage look at that the one? point standings. I've scored 14.06. Those two have scored not okay. even 13.06. Hey, you still fair, lost. To be fair, I, I just want to point this out. Both of my starting running backs got hurt and have been on IR until this week when Nick Chubb came off, and I still have Austin Eckler on IR. I mean, I'm I kind I, of hurting. Look at that right there. I am projected to win the league. Yeah, I think I'm fourth, aren't I? No. No, no, no. no. That would be um me. Is that you? No, no, no. That's that's Charlie's team. How are the bait? What? They're six and four. You know it's bad when Ethan can't keep his own team straight. (laughs) No, I can't keep Charlie's team straight, not my own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's we were just we just wanted to. That's the state of events there. We're gonna take a quick little break. Um, the good news is we're all gonna make the playoffs, so even I can still win the championship. Yeah, I'm, I'm being real here. My 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 like goal for the next what? There's probably two more weeks till playoffs start. Week 13 is when they start, correct? Uh, Usually three more weeks. Three more weeks. Oh yeah, it's week. Three more weeks. Yeah, because 11, 12, 13. Then it's 14, 15. Or oh 11, yeah, 16, yeah, yeah. But so. I mean, honestly, my my play for the last three weeks is going to be looking at that waiver wire, seeing mm-hmm. who jumps up. Mid. Honestly, there's I a lot try. of people on the waiver Tyler wire. Tyler Lockett's yeah. on our waiver wire. Just, just FYI. Well, Tyler, Lock- Tyler Lockett played horrible this week. Both Seattle receivers did, and they freaking cost me some of my fantasy wins in other leagues. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're going to take a break. Yeah. Because we went for 50 minutes. We apologize for that. Yeah, we're going to take. Um, Here's a little message from Anchor, and we'll come back with 
our mock draft. And thank you for listening to that message from Anchor. So, NBA draft is tomorrow. And uh, we're just going to walk you through what we think could happen. Um, so, how do we want to do this? Do Can we I start? Just, are oh, we going to go... No, you start all the time. Let's just see who we have as... Let's do our top five. We'll go every five picks and we'll see, you know, just who people have in the conversation. All right. I think that's fair. Can I start? Go for it. Okay. So I have the second best player in the NBA draft, in my opinion, going number one. Second best. I got got the Timberwolves picking up Anthony Edwards. I think, like I said, he's the second best player in the draft. But the first best player, I don't think there's a need for him on that team at all. And that's because... A need for who? James Wiseman. Okay. And I, I was going to... I thought about putting in a trade with um, Golden State sending that second pick somewhere because that's a very good possibility that it happens. But, I mean, I, I just didn't feel like doing that work and finding who would want that <laughs> second pick and who would give him a center and... All that work, but I think I think James Wiseman is best player your, in this draft class. He's, he's my two. number two to the, the Warriors. Warriors. Uh, the Hornets—they pretty much need everything besides shooting guard and power forward. And so I gave them a point guard, Lamelo Ball. I think he's—I think he might not. I don't even know if he's the best point guard in this draft class, but I think he's got all the hype around him, and that's why he'll go three. At four, I have the Bulls selecting small forward out of Israel, Tel Aviv, Israel, Denny of Diha. I think he's a guaranteed top six pick, maybe. And then I got the Cavs taking a point guard because Darius Garland did not work out too well for them out of Vanderbilt last year. And Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State. I, I'll go next. Um, I, I've got the same top three. I've got Anthony Edwards at the one, James Wiseman at the two, Lamella at the three. All right. Four, I went with Obi Toppin over Denny Avija. Av- Avija? Um, how, do you, how do you say it? Avdija. Avdija. Sorry. I don't know. I just... It, it's gut feeling that I... I uh, Dude, I said it like five seconds before you did. I've got Avdija. Uh, whatever. Avdija. Uh, that's the five going to the Cavs. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we topping up four, and then... Yeah, I get you. Um, mine actually isn't that different, except... Um, yeah, I had Anthony Edwards and Wiseman going one and two. I had LaMelo Ball sliding. Um, and so I actually had the three to the Hornets being Onyeka Okungwu out of USC. Because, to your point, they do need, they do need a lot, um... I think, you know, Devontae Graham had a nice season last year. Um, Terry Rozier, you could take or leave. Miles Bridges had a decent year. P.J. Washington had a decent year. Then you get to Cody Zeller. Well, yeah, that that definitely was a thought in my head that they might want somebody to replace him. I'll give right. you that. Right, so I'm like, who's the next best center after Wiseman gets drafted? And I decided to go with the Kongwu. I don't um, think it's close, to be honest, but that's my opinion. Um, then I had Obi Toppin going to the Bulls at four, and, um, I also had Avdija going to the Cavs at five. Um. Do you want to just go six through ten, then? Yeah, we'll go six through ten. Derek, you want to start? All right, so six, I had some problems picking this one. I, I really wasn't sure, 
Um, I went with Isaac Okoro out of Auburn. I think he's a very, very good defensive prospect out of Auburn. And I thought about taking a point guard to be back up to Trey Young. But I think a guy like uh, Okoro, who can play both the two and the three, would be pretty beneficial because their starting shooting guard is probably their worst spot, I would say, with Kevin Herter. I'd yeah. put Cam Reddish over Herter, and then obviously Collins, Capella, and Trey Young are over that. So I think that's probably where their biggest need is. Um, here's where I had Obi Toppin. Um, I felt like he was too good to slip past pick seven. So, I mean, the Pistons pretty much needed everything they could get. That's facts. Besides maybe a power forward, which Toppin can play. But I think you can put him at the three, and he'll do just fine. Uh, pick eight, I had the Knicks selecting point guard Killian Hayes. I'm not sold on DSJ. I'm not sold on Frank Nilakina. I think Killian Hayes is probably the next best point guard. Um, pick nine is where I had your boy at three, Todd Onyeka Akungwu. I'm pretty happy with it because Thomas Bryant is not the answer for my Wizards. <laughs> so I would greatly appreciate a center who can possibly pay, play the four. You know, Thomas Bryant can play center if you got Okungwu at the four. But, and then pick 10. I, I did not trade the second overall pick. I actually traded pick 10. I traded pick 10 with pick 12. So the Kings have pick 10 in my draft. And I've got them taking small forward Aaron Neesmith out of Vanderbilt. I think he kind of flies under the radar a little bit. Well, he's and, off that injury. So. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, you got a point guard. You got a power forward. You got a shooting guard. Maybe a center. But, like I said, with when you picked the Kung Wu and Wiseman back-to-back, I don't think there's a, you know, debate for who the second best center is. So I went with the next best thing, and that's a small forward. And I think Neesmith's probably the best one there. All right. Um, at six, I actually, for the Atlanta Hawks, I took the point guard back up to Trey Young. I took Killian Hayes at six. I just think maybe a back up to Trey Young, maybe. Um, seven, Detroit Pistons. Oh, sorry. I got, I, t- I took Isaac Akuru there. Um, Akuru? Akuru, sorry. Akoro. Is it Akuru or? It's Akoro. Akoro. There's no use in his name, bud. Oh, okay. Akoro. Um. Does he even have them written down? He seems like he's poised he's out of nowhere. Akoro. <laughs> Um, I just think he'll be a great wing, wing player for the uh, Pistons. Um, at eight, the Knicks, I, I took a point guard. I took Tyrese Halliburton there. Um, like you said, I don't think Dennis Smith Jr. is really the, the answer there. Yeah, yeah. Or Alfred Payton. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. Frank Nielakina. Well, at nine, the Wizards, I actually I had Onika and Kongwu. Um, going to the Wizards, I, like you So said. he pronounces Onika Kongwu pretty much right, but he can't pronounce Isaac, yeah. Isaac Okoro. <laughs> Um, and then at number 10, I kept the Phoenix Suns as the pick for there. Well, yeah, I didn't expect you guys to make trades. I, I and just... actually, I actually took Aaron Neesmith there for the Suns. That's fair. And, um, yeah, so I also had a Coro going at six. Um, like I said, for me, LaMelo Ball slid, so I had Pistons taking him at seven. Well, I know late into the regular season... Like, LaMelo Ball was the guy for the Pistons. Like, that was the big rumors that I heard that LaMelo Ball was supposed to be a Piston come the 2020 draft. Well, well and you, you yeah. need someone who's going to replace Derrick Rose. Yeah, that's true. Because he's not getting any younger. Um, and then at 8, I actually had Patrick Williams 
out of Florida State. Maybe a little high for him, but you He's guys... He's a solid player. Yeah, you guys took a point guard. I took a small forward because, frankly, Mo Harkless as your starting three. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No. So, you need someone to fill that gap. Um, then at nine, I had the Wizards taking Killian Hayes. Because, yes, you have John That's Wall. That's fair. But he's old. He hasn't played for, what, two, two years now? How many more times is he going to play? And how many more times is he going to get injured by falling down the stairs? Hey! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I'm just saying, you need depth there. And why not learn from one of the best guys who did it in the past ten years? <laughs> okay. okay, that was a little bit of a backhanded compliment. Well... Not even a backhanded compliment. That was just. It was an insult and a compliment. Yeah. One after the other. And then I also make it three. I had Neesmith at um, 10 going to the Suns. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised. I thought my Neesmith at pick 10 was a little high. I was too, but then you guys were on the same yeah, page. Everybody so. had it, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty right. happy with All that. All right, let's do 11 through 15. All right, so 11 stayed with the Spurs. I picked your guy, Patrick Williams. I mean,. They pretty much need everything that's not a guard. Now, I do want to point this out. We forgot that DeMar DeRozan did pick up his player option. Yeah. So he will be back there. But, I mean, just like what you said with John Wall, DeMar DeRozan is not getting any younger. Same I mean, with um, LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I mean. I mean, guy, they're still solid guys. But. Yeah, but I think with Derek White and Deontay Murray up top, you really are looking for a guy who can play a forward position, and I think the next best guy is Patrick Williams. Um, the Suns, who acquire pick 12 from the Kings trade, you know, it's just a small little thing. I got them taking Precious Achua. I originally had them taking a point guard, actually, but I did this before the Chris Paul trade, and so it screwed up my whole entire mock draft after pick 12. But, I mean, you got Aiton, you got Devin Booker, you got CP3. You're pretty much looking at somebody who can play the three or the four. And McCall Bridges plays the three, and Preston Chua can play either the three or the four. So I got him there at 12. Um, I got my second Florida State player at the top 15. I put Devin Vassell at 13, who can play both the two or the three for the Pelicans. I mean... Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I don't know if they're going to... I don't know if they're that great, especially with Drew Holiday leaving. I think they could be in need for a shooting guard, so Devin Vassell could play there. The Celtics, I pretty much... I, I really didn't know where to go. The Celtics are such a complete team, but there's rumors that Gordon Hayward might be on his way out of Boston. And so for that reason, I went with Sadiq Bey out of Nova. I think it's a little bit of an interesting pick. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was looking up stuff, I looked up the rosters, but I also looked up a number of, like, professional mock drafts. Oh, I'm with you 100%. And that's yeah. around where they had him going. I don't know if I looked – if I didn't look up mock drafts, I don't know if I would have even had Sadiq Bey in my first round. Right. But I think I saw they were thinking he was going to go, like, 17 Yeah, it was, like, like mid to, like, late – Teens, it but, was high teens, yeah. And then 15, I thought that with Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon as the forwards and um, a lot Mar of Markel Fultz, yeah, a lot of centers, and Markel Fultz is the point guard. You're pretty much looking at a shooting guard for the Magic. And I went with freshman out of Kentucky, Tyrese Maxey, who I think can pretty much play whatever guard position he wants, and he proved so at Kentucky. 
And he even played a little bit of small forward. So, you know, Isaac coming off the ACL injury, he could even play small forward for them if he wanted. Now, he'd be undersized, but he played at college, and he still was a pretty good player. Yeah. All right, so for me, uh, 11 for the Spurs, I took Patrick Williams. I, 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 I kind of, like, based it off of the same thing. A lot of those guys, especially at the forward position, aren't getting any younger. Um, 12, the Kings, I took Devin Vassell as well. Not the Kings side of the Suns. I think Ethan like copied. Well, no, you me. have the Kings. Yeah, for... you had the Kings. He was I the one that made the trade. Well, I did this before. Yeah, I tra- I changed mine because I'm a real basketball he, fan. He's the one that made the trade. This trade didn't actually happen between the Kings and the Suns. Oh, I see. So no, the Kings. I took. I it is still that. the oh, Kings. Wait, he thought that the Kings. He thought he... that you were saying it was an actual trade between the Suns. Oh, and I the thought Kings. he was talking about the trade between the Suns and the Thunder. Where no. Okay. no, 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 no. I thought you thought you knew something. I didn't. Um. Well, that happens a lot, so I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. Man, you set yourself up for that one. Uh, anyway. The Pelicans. I have them taking R.J. Hampton. I don't have R.J. Hampton until 20s. So Really? Interesting. Now, for the Celtics, um, I, I went off the base. Kemba Walker's not getting younger either. I took I, Theo I, Maladin. I'm okay, but I think I think there's a difference between what DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge are doing and what Kemba Walker did last season. Yeah. I don't really see a need for a guard. I, I took Theo Maladin. Now, the 15, the Orlando Magic. I'm going to lose some supporters here. I already know that. He definitely took Vernon Carey. No, I didn't take Vernon Carey. What? Who'd you take? Trey Jones. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's, listen to my vision. Dude, he's not even in my first round, okay? Yeah, I don't have Trey Jones in my first round <laughs> listen either. Listen to the vision here. So, <sighs> Trey Jones, go. starting point guard. Markel no. Fultz, shooting guard. I don't think Markel Fultz can play the two as well as he can play the one. Also, what do you do with Evan Fournier? Yeah, that's true. He's getting old. He's like 29. I'm saying in five years. You just years. kick him off the team. <laughs> You're that's getting not, old. That's not how it works, though. You don't Take him out behind the barn and <laughs> shoot him for crying out loud. Yeah, you, okay, can, well, let me, let me, you can draft a guy. You can draft a guy that's ready Let me change years. my vision. But, Come on now. Aaron Jones. Or, sorry, Trey Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. <laughs> you know what? He's the next best guy you could have drafted. <laughs> yeah, he Trey might. Trey Jones is like the backup guard. He might fit Martel that team better. Fournier are the one and two. Jones is the backup guard. There you go. But what's the point? Why would you draft a backup guard when you have other four, needs? Yeah. <laughs> I think a wing would be a lot better, which is why I picked someone like Tyrese Maxey. Um, all right, so 11, Spurs. I actually have Preci- Precious Achua going there um, for the same things that you guys said. You know, aging vets um, at the, the forward positions. Um, I took Sadiq Bay at 12 for the Kings. Um, and, yeah, you have Marvin Bagley. Did Ethan take Sadiq Bay inside the top 15? No, no, he did not. I'm very, I, I'm very convinced by his look on his face that he might not have taken Sadiq Bay in the first round. He probably didn't. That's why he worked his three Duke players in there. That's <laughs> anyway. Um, thirteen. I had Devin Vassell. Um, you know, now your starting shooting guard is like JJ Redick, and/or Josh Hart if you move right. him up to two. Um, fourteen. I actually had Tyrese Halliburton falling all the way down wow. to 14 because really? 
You're, you were talking about looking at scouting reports. And from what I saw, he's one of those guys who would fit in really well with a team that's already fully formed, where you can learn more about the craft and how to play in the NBA. And the fact that a team like the Celtics is in the top 15, that's perfect for him. You learn behind Kemba Walker, one of the best point guards in the league. See, I think this backup point guard story makes more sense, though, because I think, I think although, I mean, there's a difference between Trey Jones and Tyrese Halliburton just in their, you know, skill level in their leadership. I I don't see. I mean, I think Tyrese Halliburton's world's better than Trey Jones. I just want to point that out there. What about defensively? Tyrese Halliburton's the full package. Anyway, fifteen. I also had Tyrese Maxey. Um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that we've had as many. Like, Especially, I'm surprised because I was expecting this to go like the football mock draft, where I was drafting people, and you were like, "Who even is that?" Well, no, but like I didn't expect that, but I expected less to be like having the guys in general picks. Like, yes, Tyrese Halbert, and you had him fall. I think nine positions below what I had. Lamelo fell, but for the most part, out of the top I feel three, like, I feel like at least. Two of my players have been said by you guys each time we've read off players oh, yeah, in the sure. same pick. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of in the right market. Yeah. All right. I mean, more, some more than others. All yeah, right. whatever you were doing with the magic, <laughs> just no. Yeah, right. come on now. All right, 16 through 20. Pick 16, Todd. It's your Blazers. Um, Actually, it's the Rockets now. It's the Rockets. Oh, shoot. Because of the Roco trade. Dang oh, it. I too. Okay, guess I what? I adjusted for... Actually... Hey, no, I kept what? the same dude because it works either way. I like the same dude. Actually. Honestly, I'm keeping the same guy because it works either way with the fact that they're going to be missing guards, possibly Harden, possibly you Russell took Westbrook. Hampton, didn't you? I took Cole Anthony. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I took Cole Anthony. I mean, we didn't get to see much of him at UNC because he was hurt. But, I mean, Cole Anthony, before he got hurt, was like a top seven pick. And I think what we saw of him was good, right? Sure. You don't have an opinion. You're a Duke fan. Todd, what we saw of him, he was pretty good, right? He had nice flashes, yes. Yeah. I'll so, say yeah. he's Trey Jones destroyed, and that's... That Who's now with the magic. Yeah, the like. magic. <laughs> All right. Pick 17, I went uh, to the Timberwolves. I took Josh Green out of Arizona. I okay. think that if you move Culver from the two to the three... I mean, you got a Kogi. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Wait, who's there for? Didn't you take Anthony Edwards to the T-Wolves? Yeah. You're drafting two shooting guards mm-hmm. yeah. in the first round? Yeah. Because Literally, Edwards, why? <laughs> because both of them can play the three, too. Okay. Now, now Edwards, Edwards more than Josh Green, but I think that's I think that's your biggest... No, granted, power forward, yes, but I really, I, I'm looking at my thing. I don't have a power forward until pick oh, 23. Do. I, I actually took a power forward for the T Wolves. So. Fair enough. The did you take who you, I think you took? Who? I think this is Vernon we'll Carey. Get to it. But, no, okay. it's, not, it's not Vernon Carey. We're not, oh, we're not really? there yet. Okay. Get, gets there. It is Vernon Carey. <laughs> okay. No, no, but, that's, that's coming up. Okay. Oh, Mavericks, Mavericks pick 18. I think that if you move Luca to the three or the. Or, Three or the four, two or three, and then you put Porzingis at the three or f- or four or five. I was gonna say you are not putting him at the three. I think you're looking at he somebody decimates who, the small from I, the small forward. Yeah, that's true. But I, I'm thinking of a point guard, and I don't know if you got. 
You guys might not even put him on his list. On this list, you might have. I took Kira Lewis out of Alabama. Yep, he's on my list. Okay, okay, Ethan. Not there, but he, he is on my be. list. I think I think that he's probably one of the better point guards. No, yeah, you got guys like R.J. Hampton and Theo Maladin, who I'll get to very shortly. But I like Kira Lewis. I like watching him play at Alabama. Pick nineteen. I never mind. I did pick a power forward very soon. I skipped over him, but I don't. I don't think he's the power forward that the Wolves, the T Wolves, are looking at. I picked Jalen Smith out of Maryland. I just think he's a little big to be put down low with Carol Anthony Towns. I mean, that's just my personal So opinion. you have Jalen Smith learning from KD? Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, they have kind of I similar like builds, though. I mean, KD's a little more muscular, but they're both kind of like tall, guys. That's something guys. that can be fixed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then pick 20. I, uh, Despite his good play this past first half of the year, Kendrick Nunn didn't really have that great of a second half well, of the year. he was also injured. I mean, yeah, but I see Bam, I see Jim Butler, I see Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. I feel like they're pretty much good anywhere but power forward and um, point guard with Drogic becoming, I believe he's 32. Yeah. So I went RJ Hampton here. I feel like okay. it's another kind of situation with what I had Obi Toppin. He's too good to be past pick 20. I think right. it's just kind of like best player available, but he also will end up fitting. Yeah. All right. All right, Ethan. <laughs> so, the, so, what, so, like, I was going to pose the question, what do the Houston Rockets need? Everything after Russ and uh, Rocco and James Harden. Do they need a um, Depends on if you want Jeff Green. I mean, Jeff Green's solid. I, I, but I think there it. are bigger I, problems I, you I, have. I, but... I precious that you will go into the Rockets. Okay. I mean, that's fair, but I just think... I How think does he fit in with the small ball scheme, though? He doesn't. Well, He's a I big don't guy. small ball scheme anymore. Yeah, but P.J. Tucker plays like a center. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you going to have your center be shorter than your power forward? <laughs> or are you going to move a traditional small forward to center? Power forward. He's traditionally a small forward. Oh, I get what you're saying. But like, are you gonna? So if, you can play some. Uh, yeah. Are you gonna ball. put pressure at you at center? I think he can. I think he can play the three, four, five in the small ball lineup. So I don't know. Kind of forces someone into that, though. You know. Yeah. Seventeen, I mean, the Timberwolves. I took a power forward like Todd. I don't know if it was the same guy. Who'd you take? Out of Washington. Nope. Oh, you didn't take. I took Isaiah Stewart. He's not a power forward. He's a center. He's a center. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. He's a center. All right, move him to the four. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Isaiah Stewart can play the four. I don't think that's how it works. Is okay. Move him to the four. Oh, We're no, good. No, I mean there are fives that can play the four. Oh, I well. know there are. I just don't know if Isaiah Stewart's your guy to play the four. He's kind of your tall, lanky guy, anyway. I so. think he rebounds a lot better than he does scoring. Now, granted, he's on a Washington team. It's a, right? He's a six-nine power forward. He's a center. He plays center because the guy that I have is Washington's power forward that he I have at pick twenty-three. He plays center position. He plays. I saw center. power forward, so I put him there. Okay. I don't think he's power forward. 18. Dallas Not in the Mavericks. NBA. <laughs> I got Leandro Balmuro. <laughs> I don't think that's a smart pick, specifically because the only place I, I have him. I he's going to Barcelona. He's going to play Barcelona, but he's good. he's a good, like, solid 3-4 wing player that in a couple years could be very good for them. 19th and that's I took Jalen Smith as well. All right. And at 20, the Heat, I went the point guard route. I took Malachi Flynn. I think it's a little high to take Flynn. I mean, yes, I he put up the years. I don't know that I even took him in the first round. the numbers, but I just, I mean, guys like Malachi Flynn don't strike me as someone that's going to be a huge NBA draft prospect. I have him in my first round, yes. I just don't know if he fits in with the Heat. 
I mean, yeah. That's pretty All much. All right, Todd. Um, so at 16, I actually went the point guard route, and I said R.J. Hampton. Okay. That's um, fair. Because assuming Harden leaves, and even if Russ I think you're going to miss. I think you're going to be missing one of your two guards, possibly right. two of two. Yeah. Um, and then 17, I actually had Alexei Pokusevsky out of Serbia. I thought about that. I because he's a it. mismatch nightmare. Yeah, you're right. He's a big I four. Had, I had my first round. It's not there. So I don't even this was one of those. Round. He was one of those intriguing picks that I was just like, you know what? It's like your NFL draft. It was just like, you know what? Just put. Well, it, it wasn't well, so much that. I mean, it was. But, he's a, a toy that I think the Timberwolves could play with. Yeah. Um, sure. eighteen. I actually had Cole Anthony. Um, I I went the point guard route because. Luca can play literally anything he wants to, but I, mean, I he could be he could be the Rockets center. He easily could, <laughs> yes. But I I think you need a pure point guard. Um, yeah. And you've got other guys like JJ Barea who's been injured, and so uh, he's also like thirty three years old. Yeah. How long has JJ Barea been on that team? I have no clue. Good bit. Um, yeah. 19, I have Jalen Smith, so make it three. Um, wow. I'm just, I'm really surprised that I we know. have so many of the same picks at the exact same time. Yeah, pick. and then 20, I actually had Josh Green. All right. Yeah. yeah. I don't have Josh Green in my first round, to be honest. Really? Yeah. We don't have Duke players in our <laughs> first round. <laughs> actually, I have one. You do have one, yes. But he's picked 29. <laughs> All right, so 21, I have Theo Maladin. I think you need to move Ben Simmons to the power forward. Really and out do. of the point guard. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's be real here. Who is their backup point guard? Is it like, oh. Shake Milton, right? Nah, he's a shooting guard. Or is, it, who's, is he? Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Furcon. Is that you're talking about Quirkmaz? I know no, he's a big fan favorite. No, there's like some, there's some really good guy. It's, no. Really good guy there is. Oh, one. Josh Richardson? No, no, Shooting no, no, no. guard. No, hold on, let me... Uh, I've definitely I, seen on the depth charts he, that Shake can play point guard. He probably can, but I... I Keep talking, I'll, I'll get back. Okay. I think they need a traditional point guard. Theo Maladin's still on the board, so I got... Oh, I, I agree with you. I took a point guard, I just didn't take Maladin. I, I think this is my most questionable pick of my first round. Pick 22 to the Nuggets. I love my boy Gary Harris to death, but I really don't know if his future is very bright. So I went with Desmond Bain. Out of TCU as a shooting guard, not even in my oh, top twenty. I was gonna say he's top thirty, style, but he's a guard. He's like a forward. Dude, you I did. thought you were saying him as a draft pick, and I was like, he Dude. plays for the Sixers. <laughs> Matisse Thybul plays the three more than he does the two, and you try to get him to play the one. Come on now. All right, pick twenty three. This is where I had power forward out of Washington, Jaden McDaniels, to the Jazz. What? If that happens, you better get really used to him. So. <laughs> what do you mean? As a jazz fan. Yeah, what's that face you just made I'm at just me for? Say, it's probably where he took Vernon Carey. No, I'm just going to say I, I I, may or may not have him around that area, too. What What was that face Why for, Why was then? that so shady? I don't know. All right, keep going. Uh, pick 24 is where I went. Center out of Washington, Isaiah Stewart. My man. I mean, I mean, let's be real here. One of the Lopez brothers just declined his player option to right. become a free agent and Robin, but now you only have Brooke. Now don't get me wrong. Brooke's good, right? Brooke Lopez. 
He's a good player. Hold up. Don't the Pelicans still have that? Do they? Yeah, because why would they have given the Bucks? Gosh darn it. The stupid trades that happened after I readjusted Wait, so after the stupid oh, trades. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That was the Bucks pick. That's the Pelicans pick now. Yeah, oh, no. Because I, of the Drew Holiday trade. Yeah, that stuff happened after I went to bed. Because I, I fell asleep yeah, pretty that, early. Yeah, I thought it like midnight or something. I don't know. All right, so... I mean, I still agree with having fair, Isaiah yeah, Stewart actually, there, but Isaiah Stewart for the Pelicans really isn't that bad of an idea. Well, because I mean, you got Jackson it's Derek Hayes, Favors but, and Jackson, and Jackson yeah. Hayes, but Hayes could play the four, and when Zion's out, I mean, good role player. And when Brandon Ingram is playing the three, yeah, and then pick twenty five is where I had Malachi Flynn. I just I feel like in a rebuilding year for uh, Chicago. Oklahoma City. Chicago. I feel like... Chicago? I don't know. Maybe they were building too still. I don't know. No, no, I mean, I just... I don't know. Malachi Flynn, I, like I said, he did put up the numbers last year at San Diego State. I just... I don't know. I mean, I wanted to take a point guard. I think he's probably the best available. Pair him up with SGA. Now, granted, Ricky Rubio's there, but I think he could learn on a Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he could. All, All right, right, Ethan. The 76ers, I took a point guard. I took Cassius Winston, actually. I'm going to be real here as a Michigan State fan. I don't even have Cassius Winston in my first round. I think he's a very valuable asset to the 76ers. I don't think they play enough pick-and-roll offense for Cassius to be as valuable to them. uh, The 22nd, okay. The 22nd, I took Sadiq Bey there. Okay. So I, just, right. I did have him on my list. So he slid. <laughs> yeah, he slid. You have a whole, uh, you have a whole eight picks after I had him. You've got him ten after I yeah. had him. So twenty three the Jazz. I I've taken Jane McDaniel's. The power forward spot's been something that we've been struggling with. So now we know why he had that weird smirk on his face. Yeah. I don't know why that was so, so weird because we've had the same picks for a number of our other picks, the, but. Just keep going. For the Pelicans, I don't know. I don't know. This, I'm, you're going to hate me for this. It's Burning not a big player. It's not a big player. Oh. I had Tyrell Terry. Who? He's the Stanford point guard. He's really good. Okay. But I have him in my first round, but not till a little and bit later. And then the Thunder, I also took a point guard there. Um, I, took, I took Cole Anthony there. All I'm right. so stupid. What? I just realized I had the same player at pick 22 as I do at pick 27. Nice. <laughs> oh, who jumped with the Nuggets? I had Desmond Bain. Oh. Anyway. He's not my first round. Twenty-one. In that case. Jr. You brought up Kira Lewis. I took him here. I mean, I said point guard. You guys said point guard. Um, the Nuggets. I had Ethan's man Leandro Bolmero from Argentina. Okay, so only four pick difference. Yeah. Um, and. I had Theo Maladon going to um, the Jazz at 23 because Mike Conley is, you know, getting older. And, you know, you get the French connection with Rudy Gobert. Um, And the coronavirus connection. Okay, too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Pelicans, I also had Isaiah Stewart um, for the very reason that Derek Favors is getting old. Um, And then I actually had Tyler Bay going... um, to the Thunder at 25. See a power forward. Power forward. They, so someone yeah, who can they... switch on and off with Gallinari. Okay. All, right. All right, so... 26 through 30, last five. Yep. So I'm going to have to switch everything because I literally put Desmond Bain, of all players, 
twice. And I literally had him listed at two different positions because he plays both the two and the three. And so for the first pick, Wait, I had him So you sh- had one pick where he was getting picked as a shooting guard <laughs> yes. and one pick where he was getting picked as a small forward? Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is where I picked Ethan's guy, Leandro Balmero, strictly because, and get this, I think this is where it makes the most sense. The Celtics have such a loaded roster with guys who can play right now. Mm-hmm. Balmero's not on your contract list because he's playing for Barcelona. So you got a guy who's a solid prospect who's not going to count towards your contracts, which means you're not going to have to cut somebody. You're not going to have to trade somebody. It makes sense. I mean, and did I mention he's a small forward? So, like, that's kind of their position to need. Now, I know with my uh, Celtics pick, pick 14... I did draft another forward, but I think that, again, as I said before, your guard play is kind of, I think it's set. Yeah. So I think you need a forward, and that's where I got Balmero. Well, and he can slide down to the two as well. So that's actually what I had him listed at. And then uh, page 27, now, like I said, I kind of screwed this all up based on the fact that I somehow managed to put Desmond Bain twice. To two different teams. Yes, to two different teams. Um, the Knicks, I've got them taking Tyler Bay, power forward. Okay. I think, I mean, they're pretty good when it comes to uh, shooting guard slash small forward with R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson's a powerhouse down low. And then I already had them taking another point guard in the first round. So... I mean, power forward just kind of seems to be the one thing that they're lacking right about now. Um, pick 28, I have Ethan's guy that Todd didn't even know, Tyrell Terry out of Stanford, the one and done. I think he's pretty solid and I guess goes under Todd's radar. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, pick 29, this is where I had Ethan's guy from Duke. I had Vernon Carey. Vernon Carey to the Raptors. Um, I think you're probably looking... I think with Carey's size, yes, you could play him behind Siakam at the four, but I think you could also transition him kind of into a center, almost like a smaller center. So he could play the five, which is Marcus All, right? And Ibaka. So, I mean, you're looking at two guys who are seasoned vets who he can play under and then eventually, probably in the next two years, take over with. Yeah. And my last pick, the Celtics at pick 30, is where I have my MSU boy. Xavier Tillman. I want Xavier Tillman. Like we base, like, like I already discussed with the other Celtics pick, they're good guards. I've stocked them up on forwards, and then you have Smart who can play the three or the two, and you have Tatum who can play the three or the four. Daniel Tice seems to be their only, uh, no, he played good, don't get me wrong, but he seems to be their uh, yeah. weakest link. So, I mean, you put Tillman there. He's, he's a little small at center for the NBA. Well, so but, is Tice, though. Tice is like I mean, 6'10". Yeah, but Tillman is a defensive beast, and Ethan, you cannot deny that. Although I think you might want to, <laughs> but that that's my opinion. All right. Interesting. All right, Ethan, who's your final five? Okay, so I, I twenty six of Celtics. I I took Vernon. That's why I had Vernon Carey. So take take it Where does bit. where does he fit in? Unless you're moving him to center, are you moving him to center? Yes, he's a center. No, he's not. He's a power forward in the NBA. So you're saying Isaiah Stewart's a center while Vernon Carey's a power forward? Yes. I think their play style is what determines that. Now, do you think Vernon Carey could fit as the four I there? think he could fit as the four there, but there's Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum he is... He plays the three. He plays the four when Marcus Smart's out there, which, judging by how good Marcus Smart played last year, I would guess would be a good bit next year. Okay. 
day. Um, the Knicks, I actually, I just, I just went, I went with the um, the Serbian guy. I would say. Alexei Pokusevsky. You pronounce do you pronounced any of Diaz's name pretty badly? I don't even. I was gonna say hear. just let me say it yeah. and. Okay. Anyway, I just think like a seven foot guy that can play the four. <laughs> you can just move him around, do whatever with him. Um, the La- I actually had the Lakers taking at twenty eight. Cure- Wait. Hold the on. Lakers don't have a pick. The Thunder have the twenty eight. What is it with you two and the draft okay, trades? Look, okay, so like I was I I was good for the Thunder trades because those happened while I was still awake, but like as I was in the process of falling asleep is when the Pelicans you did have and school Bucks, today, so yeah, you I had to, to go to sleep early. But um, so then the Thunder. I don't know if the Thunder would take Sherrod Lewis, but. What would it say they do? Um, I have the Thunder taking a point guard. I also have might, the, might the Thunder well. taking a point um, guard. The, I actually, I have the Raptors taking Xavier Tillman. I think that's fair. I'm probably. with you there. I'm with you. I mean, is that for the same reason that I had them taking Vernon Carey? Because probably. you can play him at the f- five under Gasol and Ibaka. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then the Celtics, I, 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 30, I took the, um, I took Desmond Bain there at 30 for the Celtics. Interesting. When y'all gave me that look after I said Desmond Bain, I thought you guys wouldn't have even known who he is. I'm really. Oh no, no, that was me. That was the look I gave. But I thought you gave me one too. It could be. Um. All right, twenty six to the Celtics. I actually had Robert Woodard out of uh, Mississippi State at at the three. Yeah, he's a he's a fringe, I'd say. Um. Then I actually had Nico Mannion. Going to the Knicks at I, point yeah, guard. I had man. I, those I told you guys before the podcast. I couldn't decide between two guards. It was him or Tyrell Terry. I had Tyrell Terry over him. Um, I actually had Cassius Winston going to the Thunder at twenty eight. All right, I can rock some blue and orange. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, because you know, the scouting reports called him um a, a talented backup point guard. So you know, you're playing behind Ricky Rubio. And I'll be wearing that talented backup point guard's jersey wherever he goes. Yeah. Twenty nine. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Twenty nine. I had Xavier Tillman going to the Raptors. We already talked about that. And then thirty was a little I I was struggling to come up with one. So I went with Yudoka as a bookie. I like it. I like it. Yeah. He's like the Bill Russell of I the think, now. I He's think a they... throwback center. I mean, they got, he kind of—he had a really great performance in college, what was it, two years ago? And I think he kind of got swept under the carpet a little bit this year just with how bad Kansas— not bad, but I don't think Kansas was in the spotlight as They're much as they normally Kansas, are. They're not Kansas, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think—I mean, I wouldn't say Azubuki is— I wouldn't say he's, like, guaranteed to go around there, but I definitely would not have a problem with the team in the early second, late first draft. That's probably him. where he'll end up. And, you know— you have two physical centers between him and Daniel Tice. Yeah, yeah. might be a nice little uh, tandem there. I agree. I agree. I mean, we all had bigs going to the Celtics with our last pick, didn't we, Ethan? No, you had Desmond Bain. Uh, but I, I, heard, I had a big going at the twenty-six. Doesn't so count. the Celtics did catch a big. Yeah, I got. I gave him a big. All right. Um. All right. Let's do hot take. Rapid fire. Run. Honestly, I, I want to point this out. I'm really surprised as the guy that has an autographed Cassius Winston picture in his room on the wall that I'm the only one who didn't have Cassius Winston as a first round pick. Yeah. Well, maybe it just proves that you know him better than we do. 
I mean, I just think the problem with him going in the first round is he's a little undersized and his athleticism isn't as great as I'd want it to be. Right. Now I say that as acting as if I was a GM, which is kind of the role we all just played with this mock draft for exactly. each team. But the other thing that's that's a little worrying to me, yes, his shooting is good, but a lot of it comes off a of pick and roll. And yeah, I don't know how many play how many teams run pick and roll that much. The Utah Jazz do. Okay. Would you wear a jazz jersey if it was Cassius Winston? <laughs> Only if it was the purple ones with the mountains on them. The throwbacks? No. Um, all right, hot takes. Um, I had, I had Hot take. Vernon Carey is not the number one <laughs> overall pick. Hot take. LaMelo Ball is out of the league in two years. Ooh. All right. All right, Todd. <laughs> bold, bold move. Bold prediction. I like it though. I, I like it though. Yeah, I like the um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Um, I'm gonna go to. Oh, I have mine, but. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go to college football, and a guy that, for whatever reason, Ethan forgot about him in the Heisman race. I'm gonna go. To Provo, Utah. I said I put Zach Wilson on my list. No, you didn't. Not after I told you that Zach Wilson was on my list. Ugh. Zach Wilson is your Heisman winner in the year 2021. Not this year. No, 2021 is when the Heisman will be announced. That's what so I'm referring to. for this season. For this season, yes. Oh, Zach okay. Wilson is your Heisman winner. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to go to golf. Oh! <laughs> Since when was Ethan a golf guy? I thought he said Jason Day in Andy Mangus's podcast simply <laughs> because I said it. I'm going to say... You still don't know that that wasn't true. <laughs> Wait, what wasn't true? That he didn't just say Jason Day because I'm he gonna, said I Jason have, actually, I have a vision. Is he actually a he Jason He has another Day? vision! <laughs> I'm going to say, in the next five years... Five years. Tiger Woods will win another Masters and retire when he wins that Masters. In the next five years, Tiger Woods will retire. That's about it. I'm sorry, Tiger. He's just a little old. I mean, he's got his back problems. I he think won it was, last year. But that was like, I feel like Tiger should have retired last year. Like, that was just kind of like, that was like fairy tale ending. Winning the Masters in your last season, then he came back. And he's been, Man. with all due respect, it's pretty garbage. Wow. Like I said earlier, you do not mince words. No, I, I tell it how it is. We know. <laughs> All right, well... Just like about, having Trey Jones go to the Magic. Yeah. Sorry, One I had to bring Ethan's that One of Ethan's visions. Um, hey, watch it happen. No, we actually... I'm going to say this. If Trey Jones is picked above pick 25, I would be surprised. No, we should have, like... We should have a little... Not a leader. We should have, like, a little thing to decide, like... And see who gets the most accurate. We can do that. I'm we'll fine with that. that. I mean, I mean, we'll probably cover the draft come next week, yeah. so... We can go back over our mock draft. Now, granted, if... Like, half the picks go where we think it is. We all might get a point or whatever we're scoring by because we had um, Smith at 10. I think we all had Jalen Smith at whatever it was. Yeah, um, we all had the same top three. No, we didn't. No. We didn't have Lamella. We had the Lamello. same top two. I feel, like, I feel like top two. I know we're kind of phasing out of mock draft right now, but top two. It's Wiseman or Edwards. I don't see it being Lamello. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. That wraps it up for us, so until next time, I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Baker. And I'm Jeremy Zarek. We are signing off.